Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. hey It's Pat Boyle, and today on the Best of the DA Show, has there ever been more of a news dump than the NFL's upcoming gambling suspensions? Plus, your best audio of the day, including Maggie and Perloff's upcoming Spicy Nuggets Challenge. Is Mraz offended that other shows are dipping into the food market? Plus, it's a thirsty Thursday. We're toasting to the good stuff. Greg Caserta stunned to a news, advanced analytics, and the epic fail. It's the best of the DA show. It's a star-studded, full ensemble crew today on the show. It is now. Last night, the biggest news of the night was a perfecto in Oakland, of course. Now, this is no fault of the A's fans, but Oakland has fielded a minor league team this year. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Through no fault of the fans, they're getting embarrassed on a nightly basis. I'm, they're I'm, 20 and 60. They're 21 and 62 or something. This team is 40 games under 500 at the midway point. So it always feels like, oh, what a dreadful experience to go out there and watch them play awful baseball, but it's not the fans' fault no. that they've got a minor league team out there. It's not, it's not their fault. I was just impressed by you t- twisting a perfect game into a don't-leave-Oakland take. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw... Nadia Comaneci just gave you a 10 on the uneven bars. I saw this story when I woke up last night, or this morning, rather, and I'm like, oh, of course... A's fans got dragged again last night of this morning because now they had to endure a perfect game against them. There's about 3,000 fans in the building. Now they're going to have to see highlights all morning long of a completely empty coliseum of a guy that threw a perfect a perfecto against them. I said, of course. This is kind of like a one-hitter. Nobody cares. But last night, a perfect game. Everyone's going to care. Oh, look, nobody was in the ballpark. Oh, look, they suck so bad. Anyway... The problem here is not the A's fans or the empty ballpark. It's who threw the no-hitter. Now, there is a strict embargo at the moment on all things from the nation's largest market. I'm sick and tired of New York. I'm sick and tired of the Big Apple. They've pushed us too far to the brink. I know everybody around the country is sick and tired as well anytime that we talk New York sports, so we're not doing it around here. 
Unfortunately, that was the team that did it. And so last night, that squad that's got a lot of championships that plays the Bronx, they did it. Domingo Herman was the guy that threw it. We'll just call him Dommy German. <laughs> there was Donnie Baseball, now Dommy German. Dommy German throws the perfect game, and that's all we got to talk about it. Caserta is in for headlines. I will alert him of the embargo since Schwartz threw up his hands. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. Was somebody telling me? Okay, well, Schwartz, we're not going to talk about the New York team so much, okay? All right, well, watch me talk a lot about them. And do you know who I root for and my family roots for and who I go to press events to cover? Yeah, 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 we got it. We got it. So that's all you need to know. Unfortunately, though, Sterling didn't get the call last night, didn't make the road trip. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get the no-hitter, no-perfect game. I didn't get any of that last night. No Sterling (laughs) on the road trip. He can't stay up that late. (laughs) That is true. So you get two Fordham guys, Justin Shackle on the radio and Ryan Rucco on TV because Michael K doesn't do West Coast trips either. Well, congratulations to the Fordham guys. How about that? Does Sterling wake up today and go, oh, damn it. Inter- Did he stay up for the game? That's the question. Does he know it happened yet? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I don't no think so. shot. No shot, Boyle? No, he was probably asleep by 8.30. He'll probably wake up in the next 20 minutes because most old people wake up at like 6.30 in the morning. So last (laughs) night, this is a West Coast game, so local time, it probably first pitch was 10. I think it was 9.40. 9.40. Perfect game, pretty quick, probably two-hour and 15-minute buzzsaw or so. So we're talking about maybe 11 o'clock local time. It wraps up. So, does John go to bed before 11 on a game night? Yeah, I think he does. I think no matter if he's if he's calling the game or not, he's asleep by about 10.30. Yeah. <laughs> I think he intended to be awake for the entire game, but in a leather chair with, like, a scotch next to him in his sleeping robe, he fell asleep, like, in the sixth inning. And is he awake yet? And when he gets up, is he upset that he wasn't the one that called it? That's the easy answer. Yes. yes. Yeah. In fact, yes. he'll probably be in Oakland later today <laughs> <laughs> to finish the trip in case anything else happens. And has asked them to replay the game. Has petitioned Major League Baseball to replay the game. I'm sorry. We got to play it again. <laughs> There's a replay of last night. We'll call this game again. I want to start here with the NFL because we've got suspensions coming down for the gambling of players in the league. And isn't this interesting? You've got the NFL, massive billion-dollar operation, which is in beds, nookie-nookie time with all of these gambling outlets, all of this legalized betting. So they're in bed, they're making out, they're Netflix and chilling. And then you got players that are doing it, which calls it a question of the integrity of the game. And the NFL's like, no, uh oh, no, no, no. We got to suspend you full season, big time suspensions. But when does it come down? Happens to come down today, 
or tomorrow or even next week going into a holiday weekend. Is the NFL trying to bury it? It's where we begin. You're cold open. Let's not sugarcoat this. This is as serious as it gets. I mean, Calvin Ridley may never play in the NFL again. We're talking about the integrity of the game. He is caught gambling on games. Now, in the NFL's letter that was released, it says that no inside information was determined to be used in these bets, such as a player being hurt, or I spoke to this guy and I know he's not playing this week. So that stuff was not part of the of the gambling uh, allegations and charges that led to the suspension. The suspension is pretty much, it is what it is. Uh, the policy, our broker policy, I pretty much look forward, uh, look past those things, the situation. Like I said, it is what it is. I'm just happy to be out here, get this time with my guys. I didn't get a chance to do last year. I'm happy I get a chance to do that. I think the way you stop it is to do what the NFL did today, which is major significant suspensions, three players suspended indefinitely, banishment, which means you're suspended a year and then you have the ability to reapply after that year. Two of those players, uh, C.J. Moore and Quinton Sievers from the Alliance, have been released. Uh, the commanders are cooperating with the NFL and still looking into uh, the Shaka Tony suspension. The banishment suspensions, the one year, were for gambling on NFL games, so that is essentially similar to what, or the same as what Calvin Ridley got. So I think the message is pretty clear. If you gamble on NFL games, it's going to be a year at least. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. You heard Steve White on NFL Network there, Jamison Williams on his gambling suspension, and Ian Rappaport courtesy of the Pat McAfee show. A handful of NFL players, including Colts corner Isaiah Rogers, expected to receive season-long suspensions at some point this week, but it's already Thursday morning because they violated the NFL's gambling policy. There is no doubt the NFL is strategically news-dumping this, as we like to say in the business. A news dump is when you announce embarrassing news because you have to for your company and you do it going into the weekend. So traditionally, this is a Friday at five o'clock because what you do there is you make sure your news gets dumped into the news cycle wasteland. If you if you announce your big news on a Monday morning, You are hoping that it has traction for multiple days, perhaps the entire week through the news cycles. People talk about it on morning shows like this one. Filters down to midday shows and afternoon shows. Picks up on the internet. Everybody's full-time Monday through Friday in the news media. If you dump it on a Friday, you are hoping that it gets quieted because nobody's talking about it over the course of the weekend when most full-time shows and hosts and producers are off and coverage kind of splinters and people aren't in front of the TV or in in their cars as much to talk about the news and to digest the news. But to double news dump is to take Friday at 5 o'clock and do it going into a holiday weekend when you will extend how long the news media is off. And think about this. What, 4th of July is Tuesday, right? So they dump this going into this weekend on Friday. Hasn't come down yet. Maybe it comes down today, probably tomorrow. You are banking on no news Friday night. 
no news Saturday, no news Sunday, no news Monday, no news Tuesday. By the time we get to Wednesday, it's old news. The NFL in bed playing adult gymnastics with gambling companies absolutely wants to distance itself from its own players violating its own gambling protocol. Absolutely. Now, I don't know how much longer we existed in America where the gambling companies are pumping this much money into everything, advertising, etc. Because at some point, people are just going to have it as the norm. And I don't know how much advertising money they'll have to use to try to convert new users, etc. And full disclosure, I... I utilize apps on my phone. I've got a FanDuel app and a DraftKings app. I use FanDuel more than more than not. And I I cast my bets and I do my wagers. Now CBS Sports Radio and the Odyssey Company doesn't prevent me from doing so, either in the workplace or otherwise, so I don't have to worry about suspensions. But the NFL has glommed onto this fire hose of cash and Americans that are now spending money doing so And the last thing they want to do is make this an enemy or a villain. And so there is no doubt you wash your hands on a Thursday or a Friday going into a long holiday weekend. And that's when, that's when you let the world know, yeah, and our players, they went naughty, naughty on the gambling. Okay. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Today... We've got a young man who is shadowing behind the glass on the wheels of steel in for Pete the Body Bilotti. Pete had a call out today. I talked to him on the phone on the way in. Very raspy voice. Came down with something. I don't know if it was a rebound of what he had a couple of weeks ago, but did not sound good today. Now, I didn't talk to Pete, but I got the text. And for being honest, the text, we should have known this was coming. Been a lot of focus on Sean for the last little bit. Sean is not in the building today, so Pete would have had extra work to do, even though Boyle is here. Mraz from home. Boyle right. slotting into Mraz's spot in the control room. Caserta in for headlines. You still floating, <laughs> floating. as a sixth man. Yep, and, <laughs> and a seventh man in Ryan, who's here, tra- happened to be training yesterday with Pete, and then today <laughs> Pete goes, you know what? I need a day. This needs. I need the spotlight. I, <coughs> I don't feel well. Oh, no. I'm calling out no, sick. Don't say that. I did, and that. I believe it. Don't say. That. <laughs> so, so you are saying this was one grand scheme where oh, Pete I, has the trainee in. Boom. Then says, "I got my guy on the board. I can step away. I can go home." Didn't he come into work today? I, I think he <laughs> he tried to sell it well. Like I I put my pants on and I got to the highway and I sounded like this. So I'm gonna go home now. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Why are you laughing back from home, big guy? Because <laughs> I got I got a voicemail too. I tried, Sean. I, I tried. I tried to get in there. I got I the black lung too. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Uh, but it, it, look, I actually think Pete really is sick. But nonetheless, like just on my farewell tour here, this is the most Pete call out of all time. <laughs> He's the one day I have to work from home. He fears he might have a little extra work. He somehow randomly had Ryan ready to train yesterday, almost like he preemptively knew he was going to need somebody <laughs> to step in. It's just it it checks all the boxes in Pete Pilati bingo of the most Pete call out yeah. of all time. 
We need a Captain Milkshake stakeout sitting outside. Detective Milkshake. Detective Milkshake, excuse me, sitting outside Pete's house just to see if Pete does anything else today. Like if, what did Pete really have going on that he needed today off? If Detective Milkshake spies Pete leaving the house with a beach blanket in his (laughs) bathing suit (laughs) heading out to the shore. I don't even want to see a trip to Costco. I don't even want. I don't want to see a you know, honeydew list. That doesn't count. Stay inside. No, well, I, w- I want re- reporters at LIU Post to see if he shows up for that job. <laughs> I want them to stay outside. Outside of his door. Ah, uh, Pete, Pete, Pete. Can we get one one question in here, Pete? Pete, Pete. Uh, five minutes, Pete. Just one question. <laughs> well, I brought this up because we got into the cold open, and Pat Boyle had slid out into the newsroom. I think to type up the credits of who was talking in the cold open. So I said down the line to Ryan, I go, Ryan, who is this? Ryan looks at me and goes, no idea. <laughs> and I was Welcome like, aboard. I like, I like that honesty. No idea. Thank you. All right. I, I know I can count on you for honesty. Here we are. And I'm like, well, is young Ryan going to be able to run the board without Pete here? He's just shadowed for one day. Does he feel comfortable? Who is this, Ryan? No idea. Okay, got it. I'll wait for Pat to run in with the credits, I suppose. Already better than Kevin Wolf. <laughs> and normally Pete trains alternate Pete's for like eight days. Alternate Pete's. Pete's training budget is basically infinity dollars. He makes them come in and sit there, touch well, a board for a minute or two, and then a maybe you can get a shift. Ryan's doing it the very next day. If you were worried that perhaps by corporate moving Mraz over to the local side was a sign of disrespect on the DA show. I just want you to absorb what has happened this week. Our budget is through the roof this week. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we'll be allowed to go to the Super Bowl until 2032 to make up for this week. Or and we're sponsoring the Super Bowl. I mean, this is incredible. We have more bodies on this show than the entire rest of the network has, I believe. That is true. I mean, it feels like the September 40-man roster expansion. Yeah. Like, how many guys do we have around here? We need a full great. hour for Thirsty Thursday today. We have two extra guys today, and Pete's home sick. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, Ryan is now coming to the Super Bowl in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Through the pandemic, Mraz worked from home, and that was it. Just when Mraz works from home, he's the producer. Mraz works from home today. Don't worry. Pat's in studio. Oh, okay. Throughout the pandemic, if we had another update guy or throughout history of Western civilization, other update guy, Bogus stays home. We've got Caserta. Don't worry. Bogus is still on the show. It's amazing. I'm I'm halfway waiting for Kenny Brock to walk through the door. What do I got to do today? That's tomorrow. I got nothing to do. What do I got to do today? <laughs> we just need a second silent co-host. Someone to just sit next to you yeah. and maybe say something. I'm halfway waiting for... That's me from home today. That's Boils true. in my chair. He who should not be named might be doing wing cam coming up here. <laughs> we'll just watch him eat cake or... We got a budget for days. I don't know how, how this happened. Well, I, I mean, you threatening the company that went viral. <laughs> you know, stars. And suddenly we have as many hands on deck as possible. Yeah, still share spoons in the kitchen, but <laughs> we got extra people here. We had to let the comptroller go to make sure this worked this week. <laughs> Your message was received, though, DA. I guess so. <laughs> and it's a big spot for Ryan because Pete said, you know, you basically, yeah, you're going to run the board, but, you know, if Ryan wants to, you know, do something, one or one of two things, make sure he knows the nine o'clock. And we got here ready to do the 6 a.m. And he goes, he goes, I got it. He goes, it's just an open. 
So Ryan's stepping up. It's amazing. Wow. Just an open. And I talked to Pete on the phone today on my way in. He sounded like Babe Ruth at that last press conference at Yankee Stadium. (laughs) 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 I don't think I'll be able to make it in. I tried today. I really tried. (laughs) I consider myself the luckiest man in the world. Wasn't that Lou Gehrig? I know, that was Gehrig. (laughs) (laughs) Details. With Ryan taking over, I consider myself the luckiest man in Odyssey. (laughs) (laughs) They've staffed us with 17 extra hands today. Which makes it the most Pete call out of all time. Hey, look, if Pete gets me 10 extra guys a day, he can call out every single day. We have more people here that we know what to do with. This is Pete's Pete's master plan. Sean's leaving. How do I limit even more work for me? I'm just going to bring in all of these guys. The DA's only, mad. They won't say anything. This but is the, the new norm. The possible backfire is if Ryan does well off of one training shift, that's going to crush Pete's normal two-week procedure. <laughs> Good point. I mean, it's right. like a Navy SEALs training around here. Normally, it's like hell week. You got to go carry logs in the waves to get a shift. And Ryan does one day, and he handles the cold open. <laughs> Pete's got nothing left. Usually, when you trade under Pete on the board, you carry logs through the waves. It's because Ryan stuck around and watched D-Cell do it. And was like, all right, I'm good. You Usually, they're bungee jumping out of the 11th floor. <laughs> Test your fears. <laughs> At some point in time, advanced analytics will run directly into epic fail. (laughs) (laughs) Zip line from the 11th floor down to Soho. It's 648. Schwartz is only on the third story of his nine-story update. What do you do? The hard out's coming. 52 past the hour. DA still hasn't broken yet. What level fear are you at? (laughs) (laughs) the music bed for the sleep number read has gone missing what do you do (laughs) Pilates car needs to put money in the meter but you can't do it from the app (laughs) you must hide your identity it's a rental car but it doesn't need to be what do you do (laughs) the producer's dying next to you the guest hotline is ringing which battle do you choose? <laughs> Who do you save? <laughs> Joe Theismann's calling in again. <laughs> a griddle has nuked the control room. <laughs> oh. Do you call engineering or do you try to solve it on your own? Stretch, stretch. <laughs> stretch, stretch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back. You can listen to the DA Show on hundreds of affiliates nationwide across the great CBS Sports Radio Network and also on Sirius XM Channel 158. Let's start with Steph Curry. As Chris Paul is coming to the Warriors after that trade earlier, here is Steph on CP3. It's going to be amazing. You know, it's obviously a big change. Um, consider all the history that we've had before and, you know, me and him uh, going way back to North Carolina days and him kind of being my mentor when I was coming out, out of college and being able to work out with him and learn the ropes. So one thing about CP, he said it you know, all the time, is that he makes – you know, teams that he's on better, and I think for us, that's what, why the move was made and just an opportunity for us to try to compete at the highest level and you know, get back to a, a, you know, a championship you know, level uh, team and, and making sure all the pieces fit. So just excited about the, the, the unknown and the opportunity behind it because, you know, it's going to be uh, a, lot of, a lot of high IQ guys in the locker room trying to figure it out. That's an interesting connection I had thought of that Steph and Chris Paul, both North Carolina guys from the state of North Carolina. Chris Paul grew up in North Carolina, then went to Wake. And Steph Curry, obviously grown up around the Charlotte area. Dad Dell, a Hornets legend, and then went to Davidson. So there's a little connection there. Even though Steph Curry is younger, sounds like they got a connection and a relationship from back in the day. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know how much better it makes the Warriors because Chris Paul, I don't think, has a, has much left in the tank. It should give Steph Curry some spells where Steph, obviously, when he was injured last year, is when the Warriors cratered. And the Warriors have decided, let's go all in for right now. And when you trade Jordan Poole, that's a move for the now, not the future. The idea was that Andrew Wiggins and Kaminga and Poole were supposed to keep that window of championship aspirations open longer than the Splash Brothers and Draymond. And now with the the front office decided was, yeah, Jordan Poole's not working around here. And let's get a little older with Chris Paul. And let's just try to maximize the here and the now with Steph and, and Clay and the rest of these guys. So we'll see how it works. I don't think it makes the Warriors necessarily better because I don't know how much he has left of the tank. But I do think that it stabilizes the team. If Steph does go down or give Steph some some breathers over the course of a day, because last year 
when Steph was injured, those two stints, is how the Warriors sunk like a rock to the sixth seed. Here is Good Morning Football NFL Network. Host Sarah Walsh was in this week. And I guess her husband played a longer round of golf recently. And here was Sarah Walsh. Not once in your history of golfing has a round ever taken three and a half hours. Not once. And it's not because the group in front of you plays slow. And it's not because they had a dude in jean shorts with the 20 handicap. First of all, it is because your round of golf starts an hour earlier than your tee time so that you can get on the range, so that you can find your swing because somewhere in the recess of your brain, you think that you have a shot to get on tour. Wow. It's because after your four and a half hour round, if you're lucky, it's not your fault, but your boy Chad, who got you on the course, forces you to go grab food with them at the club grill after. And I get it. You're starving. You know why you're starving? You've been there all day. Also, don't complain about having to take a call from your wife when you're on the course. You know why? Because I'm not interrupting. That's I know why. Someone's That's... laughing on this desk, and this is where I got it from. Not allowed on the course. It is why it is very difficult for me to play a round of golf. And usually, I totally space out after 12 holes, and I just let the rest of the guys finish. I love being out with my boys. Love having a nice cold beer on a warm golf course. I love hearing the birds chirp. I love slicing three different balls into the woods and not even having to bother chasing them because I'm not even going to try. I love those days. It's great to be out with the guys. But we get to the turn and I'm like, all right, I got a couple more holes in me. How We've been out here now two hours. Then we get through 11 and I'm like, oh, boy, how many more? We got seven, eight more holes. What do we got? Then we get to 12, and I go, maybe we should just wrap up at 13. No, no, I got a good round going on. And I'm like, but we're at three hours. Can't we just go into the clubhouse and get some beers? I, now, at this point, I'm no, I'm no longer even keeping my score. I'm kind of like, yeah, I think I had a seven on the last one. Maybe that was, maybe that was a five. I'm not sure. Yeah, By the time we get to 15, I've stopped playing. I've let the rest of the guys keep going. I just play best ball. Just, I'll play your drive. Maybe I'll drive. It's probably going to go into the woods, in the trap. I don't know. Leave that ball there. I'm, now I'm playing other balls I've found while wa- walking the course because I don't want to just keep wasting my own balls. By the time we wrap this thing up at 18 and shake hands, it's a four-and-a-half-hour round tipping towards five if you were there for a little bit to get some practice range balls in. And now I definitely want a beer at the clubhouse, and I'm definitely hungry, so I want a burger. And now we're tipping the scales at five and a half. And if you live a half hour away from the course, now you've been gone for six hours. And I'm like, look, I like you guys. I don't want to spend six (laughs) hours with you guys. We didn't do anything today. (laughs) So I think Sarah Walsh is right on the money, especially if you're waiting for somebody else to come home because I'm bored and I play. Boyle goes out there almost every day, and you could play a five-hour round and love it, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, but uh, you, you also, you need your supplements. You need your smelling salts. That's why, you know, 13, 14th hole rolls around and you're starting to feel it and it's three and a half hours, especially on a hot day, 90 degrees. I mean, look, round sometimes goes very, very slow. So that's when you need somebody who's got the smelling salts, a little ammonium to the brain. You're good to go. Okay, so literally your solution to my boredom is bring smelling salts to the to the course. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking real smelling salts or those party smelling salts you like to do boil? No, 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 no. Real smelling salts. Also, I have a theory about this particular situation. Is it possible that he stays out on the course longer because of her incessant nagging? 
Is that a, is that possible here? That maybe he doesn't want to deal with that because she just wouldn't stop talking. Well, I have not played around yet since AJ's been born, but I have thought about escape many, many times. Mm. So I, I Hence suppose you being here, I, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we've talked about this a little bit. So I suppose if I was in the situation today and the bourbon bell said, yeah, you can play around to golf. Maybe I would milk it for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> now she's married to a former big league pitcher. His name is Matt Bushman. I don't yeah. know. He's a Ray. I think most notably use loosely using that term. He had a great tweet response to this yesterday saying, you know, I can talk have deep conversation about multiple housewives from Bravo, and you still can't give me any intricacies on a 56-degree wedge. <laughs> Good for him. So he's trying. He's pushing back. Okay. Yeah, those conversations about housewives must be brutal, but you like that stuff. Uh, not so much housewives, but other Bravo shows, yes. Yes. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. Sean like the housewives? Yes. Oh, he does, Only right? the Jersey ones. Team oh, you're there. Hi, Sean. Up. Hi, Greg. Power rank the housewives shows. Not the actual housewives. I wouldn't know any of them, but the housewives oh, shows. So I'm only going to go the four that I've watched. Jersey is definitely number one. Real Housewives of Atlanta, number two. Mm. Real Housewives of, it's either Orange County or Beverly Hills. Whatever that California one is, I really like that a little bit. And then four is New York City. A little overrated. Much like the Embargo. What other ones do we have? Tucson in there? Um, no. Grand but Rapids? Danielle's ready if we go to Tucson to lead the charge. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Maggie and Perloff, another eating challenge. They ate an entire oh. thing of peanut butter, an entire thing of jelly. I think they've done like weird Wednesdays, right? They've eaten crazy food, street oh, food. Oh, yes. From yeah. Chinatown or something like that. Ooh. Didn't they do that recently? Yeah. And now, a spicy nuggets challenge. Let's play the clip. What about gloves, Dexter? Because you clearly are the only person who knows. <laughs> you and Pat are the only ones who I trust right now. I would wear gloves. I would if you get gloves. it in your cuticles, that yeah. might burn your fingers. That's burn your fingers. And then you burn, burn my fingers. What are you Jeez, talking about? Guys. Burn them like you got lit on fire, but burn like a stinging burn. Yeah, you'll feel that. And you, if you'll feel that. And then you also want to protect in case, I don't know if you're a face toucher, or somebody who touches your face. You don't yeah. want to touch around your eyes. Or totally a like face that. toucher. Not just my face, other people's faces, <laughs> yeah, yeah. too. First of all, you're gloves. not a Go face to toucher. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You can wear your glasses, and you're not going to get anything in your eye. And by the way, I mean, I hate to do this, but are you not men? You're worried about cuticles, getting hot sauce in your cuticles? I, I, don't, I don't like the hot so sauce. Are you not men? Are you not men? Wow. Just equated See, stuff, wow. Maggie. I mean, I hate to be this person, but come on, guys. I thought like, it, burns. <laughs> it burns! It burns! <laughs> I'm not going to burn my cuticles. cuticles. You can just go to the <laughs> bathroom and wash stink. your hands. Slight I mean, what if I have a little cut on my finger? Is it possible I'm going to the emergency no, room? No, because no. that spice gets into a cut. You're talking I'm, about paper cuts well, now. If you're, if you're, what are we doing? So, Pat, you were in for the show there. Correct. These spicy nuggets are actually covered in hot sauce? Yeah, so I think they're bringing in several different hot sauces, hot sauce bottles to then put on chicken ah. nuggets, and Perloff is going to have to eat the cayenne pepper, ghost pepper, Ooh. reaper. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds more like a boneless wing than a chicken nugget. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. Okay. All right, now, Moraz, I heard you sighing back there. Why is that? Well, I mean, nobody needs to wear gloves for this, number one. If you're going to do the hot stuff, did you guys wear gloves for the ghost chili salsa? No, you did, did not. not. No. no, you did not. So just stop. You know, look, 
Let the DA show continue to pave the way for food on CBS Sports Radio. And if you're going to do it, we don't need to over-exaggerate with gloves. That's all I'm saying. Have a little respect for what we've carved out here. Mariah's a little territorial about the food stuff. Yes. I'd also suggest to our friends to, like, space these things out a little bit. Sean and I were joking on Monday, hashtag it's June, just because there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) They've already had... Top five baseball movies, top five boxing movies, top five football movies, and now this chicken nugget thing. And peanut butter and jelly. Right, but at least those are bet-related. Like, this week, they're just killing time. (laughs) (laughs) They're just playing out. Like, are they moving to the fans soon? They're just, (laughs) are they just crossing off shows here as well? Like, maybe one a week, not one a day. That's your sound check. It's time now for Headlines with Greg Caserta. And now for our top story. Two-time Super Bowl champion and noted rock contour Travis Kelsey estimates that anywhere from 50 to 80% of NFL players use cannabis. I repeat, 50 to 80% of NFL players use cannabis. That's weed, as the kids like to call it. Mm -hmm. I was just at one of those Dave Matthews Band shows, and you should see what those dirty hippies do when they're there. (laughs) Kelsey said that under the league's more lenient drug testing policy, <laughs> it's easy for players to use in the offseason and stop before testing begins right before training camp. Another sign of Bill Belichick needing to be moved into a home like Grandpa Frank. <laughs> the Patriots gave vaunted receiver Devontae Parker a three-year deal worth up to $33 million, which should help out Mac Jones for Parker's 72 catches for over 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns with the Dolphins. Back in 2019. Exactly. The league is also coming down hard on players who were caught gambling. I had to look this up. I'm like, when's the last time Devontae yeah. Parker had 1,000 yards? Four years ago. Under 40 catches the last two years back-to-back. I, I honestly would have guessed he might have been in the XFL when I saw this contract last night. I knew that Devontae Parker they added last year. But I'm like, why would you give him $33 bucks? What has he done recently? Nothing. You're telling me you couldn't have gotten DeAndre Hopkins for similar money? Well, maybe DeAndre didn't want to play in an offense right. that's been that garbage, but you can't draft the next Devontae mm-hmm. Parker with a fourth-round no. pick and pay him nothing? No, because Bill Belichick's had 15 years to draft the receiver. Right. Hasn't been able to but that's kind of the bit, right? That you yeah. have to spend that much money for freaking Devontae Parker because you can't even figure that out. Uh, Lombardi would have nailed the receiver by now. That's right. <laughs> The league is also coming down hard on players who were caught gambling, which is the right thing when sports books open inside of stadiums and arenas all over the country. <laughs> players like Colts corner and return specialist Isaiah Rogers are expected to be suspended for the entire season, although right now Rogers is the only named player in yesterday's report from Adam Schefter and Pete Rose. Rogers first popped up on the NFL's radar earlier this month when reports I surfaced. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> What's the famous quip from that? Where he, he said, said that I think I think I could say this. Dimaggio was a man or was a penis with a man hanging off of him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the line. Yeah. Pete's not here, so you could definitely say. I yeah. think that was the line. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Joe Dimaggio a shower, and it's amazing because I think he told Stern this or something. I think you. Pete Rose. Um, I think it was the Opie and Jim Norton show. Oh, okay. So he yeah. told another radio show that yeah. he knew that Joe DiMaggio was well endowed. 
And so then we had Pete Rose on like the next day. I don't know what he was promoting. And so I said, hey, Pete, I heard this clip. Can you tell me more about it? And he went into the same exact story yeah. and told it even more graphically. Detail by detail. <laughs> yeah. Like he loves telling the story about yeah. giving Joe DiMaggio a shower and they were on some It was like a US Stars on Mars. Tour. Stars on Mars. It was a USO it was tour. A USO. Yes, yeah. it was during the yeah. Vietnam War USO tour. Shower. And there was an outdoor shower, and he gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. He had to drop the buckets of water over <laughs> <Yep>. DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As DiMaggio's Louisville slugger hanged out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's the hit king, but really that's his claim to fame. Right. He, yeah. he has that story in his back pocket. 56 games with his tree trunk. <laughs> Even more impressive. <laughs> Kid's on a roll. It could reach his back pocket. Oh, <laughs> Isaiah Rogers first popped up on the NFL's radar earlier this month. Did you just get that, DA? <laughs> I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that he's Casey Kasem. I was just going to say, once again, we have faded into a different impersonation. Casey Kasem I now. I told you. <laughs> Dick Vermeil is Casey Kasem as Pete Rose. Old guys get the same voice. Yeah. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> that, that's a long-distance dedication. <laughs> Keep your feet on the ground, reach for the stars, and give the 56-game hitting streak king a shower. <laughs> this is Oingo Boingo. <laughs> oh, man. Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> this goes out to Joe in New York. And he writes, I had my good friend Pete give me a shower. On a USO tour. <laughs> he was looking. <laughs> he was looking down beneath the towel for longer than I liked. <laughs> it just sounds like a South Park voice. <laughs> it really is. But, but what he observed was what God gave me <laughs> an oversized hammer. <laughs> Can you please play? Dirty Casey Peter Kasem Gabriel rules. sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete Rose finally saw the real big red machine. <laughs> Man. All right. <laughs> that was an NFL story, and we went into that. <laughs> yeah. What an amazing yeah. segue. Yeah. Well, right. Schwartz I, we... would have been on his third duck by <laughs> <life> now. <laughs> We've got uh, we got a couple minutes here. Who's ready to get stunned? Yeah, let's get stunned, baby. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Fellas, a New Jersey homeowner chopped down 32 of his neighbor's trees uh -oh. along a hillside uh -oh. to get a better mm. view of the Manhattan skyline. Wow. He could now be forced to pay more than $1.5 million in fines and replacement fees. It breaks my heart. It angers me. These trees take a very long time to grow, said Sam Shinway of Kinelon who said a quarter acre of his oaks, birches, and maples were slashed. Oh. His neighbor, munitions expert Grant Haber, oh boy. was hit with an initial fine of $32,000, $1,000 per axed tree, after clearing part of the leafy seven-acre property in March. 
A town ordinance also requires anyone who illegally removes a tree in the town of Kinalon to replace it with another of like or superior species. The root of the problem is, well, they wrote that. I did not put that in there. Is that restoring the topple trees will require building a roadway to the site, watering the new ones for two years, which could cost $1.5 million. That's what the neighbor has to pay? Factoring in the price of soil, removing invasive species, and cleanup. Wow. Well, why did this guy think he could get away with this? Is this, this on, on a property on line? Border, and it, borderline on and the property? And he thought it was his own property? Because it, it prevented him from yeah. seeing the skyline. But he thought he was, it I was guess, his own property? I guess so. Or he I just mean, thought nobody would catch him? I think it's that. I'm, I'm pro that guy. Screw the guy who had his trees cut down. You have seven acres of land and you're blocking a view of New York City? You're a jerk. You're an absolute jerk. You don't need that many trees in your backyard. It's your property, though. So why would you need to do somebody else a favor by cutting down the trees? I got to assume that this guy asked multiple times, and the neighbor... We're not getting the full story here. That neighbor was being very stubborn. He probably was just letting the leaves fall everywhere. He probably wasn't raking them either. I bet you this guy's a disgrace. <laughs> so you make seven assumptions with no <laughs> you, sometimes cause. You, you could read between the lines on a story. You know that this guy... You're the last person I want reading between the lines. <laughs> and you understand the lines. And you wouldn't just expect maybe a munitions expert to be a little bit out there and be like, I'm just cutting down all the trees because I need to see my skyline. Ah! Yes. I'm sure he's not normal. And clearly he's probably very wealthy too. All I'm saying is, is it not fair that we're hearing very much one side of the story here? I want to hear both sides. Well, the, the judge found him guilty. He's got to pay all this cash. Yeah. I guess sometimes you can get rear-ended, and it's that person's fault, but it was really your fault, too. Yeah, this... Mu- this, this <laughs> mun- a weird take. <laughs> this munitions expert in the article, it says he's the CEO of an anti-terrorism company. This company, American Innovations, offers tools to detect IEDs on the battlefield, improvised explosive devices. So Great. I would not mess with this dude. Some, I mean, certainly it's a it's a company that provides something that's important, but I mean, this guy could also be a really wound up mm-hmm. war guy that's kind of like Bill Murray and Caddyshack, who's like with the gophers <laughs> trying to blow them up with grenades. I mean, like, I'm cutting down the trees today! <laughs> I want to see that Freedom Tower! But... If your neighbor comes to you like an adult and goes, hey, you've got 10 trees in this corner of the property that you're never in. Trim the tops. Can I? Can we cut them so I can see the city? Are you obligated to do that? You're not obligated no. to do it. If are, you, you, are, you, are you the better person for doing it? Perhaps, but you would want something from that neighbor. You might be like, okay, but you've got to pay for cutting yeah. down oh, the trees. Cover, cover yes. the cost, yeah. Or, you know, I, I'm going to have a monthly stipend that you have to pay me or something like that. I mean, it doesn't come for free. So maybe there is more to the story, but I'm certainly not on the side of the guy that illegally cut down somebody else's trees. Yes. 32 of them. It wasn't like there was one tree <laughs> yeah. in his way. Yeah, that's not 32, a- he cleared a whole field. Right. How many trees do you need in your backyard, though? My God. Trees are good, Sean. I know, but I mean, you need 32 of them. <laughs> He's got more than that. You want to know why Pete is out? We don't have enough trees around here to suck up all that carbon monoxide <laughs> that's coming in for the forest fires. Jeez. Oh, now his eyes are going to fall apart again. Oh, the gook. The here Quebec we go. Gook. What does he have? The consumption? <laughs> <laughs> We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, 
Sorry, a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booski. That's right, a Thirsty Thursday. Pat Boyle, lead us off. Who are you toasting to? Uh, I got to toast this mustache that I'm rocking here, DA. You're rocking a mustache? Yeah, all right. Funny, very funny. You and Bogus both craning your necks. Yeah, all right. You know what? I'm, t- I'm still toasting it. This is and now Caserta's coming in here. Get a look, get a get a get a close up inspection of this bad boy. This is a week, all right. Oh, it's only a week. I don't grow a lot of facial hair, but I'm sticking it out. The mustache is growing strong in the right light. I took a picture yesterday. I posted it to my Twitter at patboyle44. Mm. And in the right light, in the su- in the path window with the subway lighting. It looked phenomenal. It, it looked. It was like borderline <laughs> porn star stash. So I'm going to give it a couple more weeks. We're going to let it grow. Once the blonde dissipates and it's mostly dark hair mustache, this thing is going to be unbeatable. That's it's a week sum- long. It's, yeah. It's the summer of the stash. All right. And this baby, you guys laugh now. You wait until August. I'm not shaving this thing. This thing's going to be coming in real nice. Just wait. Wait till you see the Riz game after that. Toast Toast, to the stash. Toast to the stash. Toast to the stash. Booskies. Does your dad have a stash? Uh, My dad has a goatee. My dad has a stash. Papa Amendo has had a stash for a long, long time. And I can grow an amazing mustache. And, (laughs) And my wife abhors it. I mean, wow. she is disgusted when I if I go a while without shaving, she's like, you know, you should really shave. And then when I, if I just shave the beard to let the mustache go, I had it once, once. She's like, don't ever do that again. It's despicable. It's disgusting. Hates it. Like if I would do it for November, she would just think it's gross. I love it, but it's more of a, a joke. You're, is this in now? What, the, young the, the young people with mustaches? I mean, I've always wanted a stash. And I've got to the point where now I can, like, actually get a little bit of something going under here. But it looks more nether region than facial hair. Uh-huh. And this this is just, like, goat hair when it grows out. So the stash is, like, there, there's there's a lot of promise. It's a young, raw prospect, all right? You got to give him some time to grow. Let him get, get under his shoes here. Mm. Well, this picture that you've posted on Twitter on the subway... It does look far better in that picture than I can see through the glass right now. Right? It and does that's look not, pretty good. That's not like something coming through the reflection in the window. That's the mustache. It, just, it caught the right lighting. But you look like a state trooper in that, <laughs> in that, that picture. That's what I look like? Yeah. You got oh. the big sunglasses. You got yeah. the mustache coming down. That's not what I'm going for. No, that's not the look. You'd be a huge hit in Portland, Oregon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it deserved that much, but thank you. Hipster mustache. Yeah, big time. Bushwick, Portland, Austin, yeah. Texas. Are you from Super Troopers? <laughs> it's a little Super Trooper-esque. Okay. Greg Caserta, who are you toasting to? I'm going to toast to the great people at the USA Baseball National Training Complex in Cary, North Carolina, for being wonderful hosts this week hmm. for the PDP League Showcase, hmm. which is... Uh, a high school showcase that I announced on MLB.com on Tuesday. Top 100 high school players in the class of 2024. Gorgeous facility. Very nice, accommodating people. Not too far from Durham, so I got to drive through Durham, which is where I got my Durham Bulls hat. Nice. So uh, a nice couple of days away for a work trip. Love it. Toast. Booskies. Andrew Bogus, who are you toasting to? I've been holding on to this one, DA, because I wanted to do it when Pete was here. 
But between babies and multiple illnesses, this is Pete's missed a lot of Thursdays recently. And I just, <laughs> next week, I don't know who's going to be here after that. Sean's not here, so, and I got nothing else. I'm using it. Yeah. We've had a lot of conversation about Pete feeling like Luigi on this show, right? Mario gets the attention. Right. Luigi's overlooked. He's the other Mario brother. I'm toasting the guy on my train that I see every morning, the same people in the same train car every weekday morning, who I'm... His normal work clothes make him look like a real-life Luigi. Oh. <laughs> He's got, like, worker overalls on, a brightly colored T-shirt underneath. Sometimes it's neon orange. Sometimes it's neon green. Oh He's definitely Italian or Greek, so he's got that Mediterranean olive skin, dark <laughs> hair. He's got a little, not the exact Luigi hat, but that similar kind of painter's cap style thing. <laughs> it looks like it's a gimmick, but that's what he chooses to wear to wow. work. And because of Pete and Luigi, it makes me smile every morning because he walks by to find his seat. So I see him every morning, awesome. and he's always dressed like that. And I appreciate a little pick-me-up at 4.30 in the morning. I love that. Let's toast to this real-life Luigi here. Oh, buongiorno, I'm making you a pizza. <laughs> walking Italian stereotype this guy is. I love it. That, the only thing that could be better is if he was bringing Italian treats or pizza on the train in the morning. Caserta, you're a fellow paisan such yeah. as myself. You're cleanly shaven. Can you grow a nice mustache? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his mustache is better now yeah. than Boyle's is, and yeah. he was clean shaven when he got here. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like three hours old. Yeah, yeah. Boyle's has been going on for a week. I did this Monday night. Yeah, so yeah, it comes okay. in. So, but it's Thursday morning, so you don't have to shave every day. Not every day, but every two. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if I shave Monday morning by Wednesday, I probably need to shave, and I don't, and I wait until Thursday because I just, I don't know. Shaving's a little the, annoying. This is the first time I'm clean shaven in over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And, and I had to do it for the other for thing. TV. The other thing. MLB and I, TV. I, I hate it. I really hate it. I don't like the way I look. You like you like the, yeah. the five o'clock and, shower and I, better. And I get why Letterman did what he did as soon as he retired. Right? Just like let it go. Yeah. I totally get it. I, I do not feel comfortable like this. I, I don't like it. I would live in perpetual five-day shadow. If it gets too long, it gets itchy and yeah. annoying. Every time I put on a shirt, it's annoying. I hate that. But I don't like being clean-shaven either. I would always just let it go. And then I don't. I guess I would just keep kind of trimming it a little bit, just so it doesn't get too long. Are there pictures of you anywhere with like a good beard? No, I can't get a good beard. No mustache, amazing. I've got a ten mustache. I've got a four beard. I'm gonna send a picture to Kaplan during the height of COVID. I grew a beard for two to three months without shaving. Nice. And it got gnarly. Nice. Like it got really full, and I gotta send it to, I gotta <laughs> send it to Cap because that's what I miss, and I prefer that. And it's long gone. Okay, I'd love to see that. Mr. Mraz, who are you toasting to? Uh, yeah, I'm toasting to all of the awesome D aliens and listeners that have like reached out to me with their stories about how they got into the show. Um, several of them. I'll shout out a couple. Brett and Boise, Vinny, with just these incredible stories. And it really is just a reminder to all of us here on the show. I mean, all of us in the company, too. Like, this show matters, and this network matters. And the stories I have gotten from them are just amazing about how much we mean to them on their daily drive and, you know, life-changing moments. So 
Jacksonville, you know, Brazil, Egypt, all this stuff apparently has changed lives, which is like maybe a problem with society, but kind of awesome. Uh, so I've just been overrun, overwhelmed, um, and there's some I haven't gotten to yet. Just know I'm trying to read through all of them. You guys are absolutely amazing. There was a listener yesterday who apparently listens to us on the app and the local station over there that met me outside as I was leaving in front of Pete and asked to pray with me for good luck in my new job. Um, which, you know, Pete was, I don't know, it was almost like Pete thought that uh, it was gone beyond crazy talk, but it was really cool and really touching. But, yeah, I just toast all these listeners. They've been unbelievable. All right, toast them. That's cool. Booskies. So you met somebody who wanted to pray with you. Yeah, last night, yesterday after the show, I walked out with Pete arm in arm, and a guy stopped me and goes, you know, Maraz, 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 I've been, I've been waiting for you here. I just, I, I don't know if you're a religious man. I'd just like to pray with you and wish you good luck in the afternoons and tell you how much you meant to me on the DA show. <sighs> And now Pete's sick. And Pete was standing right there. And, yeah, <laughs> and me and Pete walked to our cars after, and Pete said, boy, the loony bin has started. I said, Pete, I was a nice guy. Come on. Somebody camped out in front of the building waiting for you to come out to pray Correct. with Correct. Wanted to take a picture with me. Said he listens to both stations. He's a local person from Connecticut. Had come down there uh, and was waiting for me to leave. He drove in from Connecticut to see you? Apparently. Wait, is this Mickey the Gravedigger? You know him, so I guess he met other people. No! <laughs> this guy! Who's Mickey the Gravedigger? Oh, my own. Come on, Sean. <laughs> I don't know him. This guy, I actually went to a Knicks game watch party. I know the embargo, but that was where I met him. And uh, he was, it was open to all listeners. He showed up. And man, um, odd cat, to say the least. You met Mickey the Gravedigger. <laughs> Remember him? So I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It was an it was it was an experience you don't forget. It rivaled knockout Neil's experience. <laughs> with Look, a he name prayed like that, with I'm me, Pat. What do you want me to knock the guy? I thought it was a nice, touching moment. You wanted to take a picture with me. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy needs to pray a lot more then. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Believe in something else. Oh, man, that's amazing. Oh, way to ruin a good moment, but okay. Avery in the Bay Area came to the Bob's Bar Show and gave me one of his childhood retro Sonics jerseys. This was like the old green and, and purple, green and maroon years, like the Sean Kemp, Gary oh, Payton, okay. 96. It was not the pre-Supersonics. It was the 96 team, so it was like, the Space Needle and everything, and he's like, I had this as a kid, and I know that you love retro jerseys. And I was like, that's so nice. He's like, you can give this to AJ when he's big enough. And I was like, boy, that is that is really generous. And Mraz was wearing his Supersonics throwback t-shirt the other day, yeah. and we have seen Bogish wear his Hartford Whalers hoodie before. That's awesome. And every so often on my Instagram, because I love this stuff, I just get inundated by these shops that do all this throwback stuff. I bought myself like an old... Icky Woods 88 Cincinnati Bengals hoodie that I just love. And I just love all the fact that now throwbacks, it used to be when I was in high school in the 90s, you'd have to buy stuff from that era by seeking it out and finding it in catalogs before the internet. And so my throwback stuff was actually from those days. and It was so hard to find. Now all of these companies make all this cool throwback gear and you can go on NFLshop.com. You can go on homage.com. You said um, you got a lot of cool stuff from homage, right? Yeah. They, they do this just amazing stuff. But there's a bunch of t-shirt and sweatshirt companies. I've gotten so much cool stuff from um, 
a couple of of online shops that are just like roots of fight have amazing throwback stuff like there's just people have nailed it and so i'm just toasting to an era now where you can get the best throwback gear in your size soft comfortable pre-washed etc which never used to happen it's a beautiful thing Toast them. Hashtag toast them. Booskies. Now, Ryan's on the other side of the board. This is Ryan's first day on the board. He's there because Pete had to call in sick at the last minute today. He's so new. I don't even know Ryan's last name. Botcher. Botcher? Yes. Ryan Botcher, do you have a toast that you'd like to do? I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't even ask you. So I've been thinking, uh, the inventor of Pop-Tarts, because in some way, we're all here because of Pop-Tarts. Is that right? We're yes. all here because of Pop-Tarts. Yes. Okay, we'll toast them. Booski. You go frosted or plain? Ooh, frosted. Okay. Warmed or cold? Room temp. Room temp. All right. There's would not you, enough time to heat them up. Would you eat one after Chinese food? Definitely not. If you thought your life was <laughs> hanging in the balance, <laughs> would you have a Pop-Tart to try to stay alive? I don't think I carry a Pop-Tarts in my back pocket. Okay. But I should. Have you ever eaten something and experienced indiscretion? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. And Ryan, is that a what T-shirt is that? This is a Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> I, I like mean, this dude. You have a hired. T-shirt. You have a T-shirt that has Jeff Goldblum on it. Yes. Does it say Jurassic Park? It does. It's very small. Unbelievable. That's is it an original or is that a throwback? It's. it's I got. It. I don't know where I got it. I think it's it was a new in Boston and was in like Hot Topic or something. Some, some yeah. corner okay. store. Amazing. Good so, fun, dude. Yeah. The guy that's filling up for Pete today shops at Hot Topic I for Jeff Goldblum t-shirts. No, I don't avid shop at Hot Topic. Wow. He was perusing. Yeah. Perusing. You walk around in Boston and you get bored and you buy it. <laughs> there you yeah. go. It's a win for me. All of this is a win. I love this guy. Mraz, give me your thumbnail on uh, on Ryan's chances. Uh, I think they've skyrocketed. I, I like a man of few words picking his spot wearing a Jeff Goldblum shirt. This is perfect. Not knowing he was going to be on TV today. No. Because he was kind of thrust in here at the last second. And by the way, Pete calls me up, and you could fade down the music, right? Pete <laughs> calls me up today, and, I mean, he really sounded bad. <laughs> Like one of those smoker commercials. I'm like, are you, is this a voice box you're talking through right now? <laughs> Boy, he Probably. Called every, he called everybody with no voice this morning. <laughs> you definitely wanted to make it known yep. that he could not come in. So he's like, I'm still going to come in because we have the, we have the guy shadowing me. I was like, dude, don't even bother. Just we'll, I'll pat run the board. No big deal. Oh, but you know, I told Ryan that I, he would shadow. I go, it, it'll be fine, but okay, I'll, I'll just get Ryan started. So I guess he came in today, basically pointed Ryan to the direction of the control room and then left. So Ryan's just kind of like pushed out into the stage. Like, here you go. And I'm thinking the entire morning, it's fine. Pat's in there. He'll take over the board. Ryan can just shadow Pat. No big deal. Ryan took over the board with the start of the show and has never looked back, has barely looked uncomfortable. One or two times, maybe a delay on a, a button here or there, but like... Smooth as you could imagine for a first-timer. And it's kind of shocking. Can I pose the question? You may. Is this the best debut on the board in the history of this program? It might be. It's in the conversation. Yeah. I mean... At least for a guy that only has one day shadow. Right. Because he was supposed to shadow yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The context matters. The training... Yeah. The P training was only one day, not the usual four. I don't know what Ryan's background Four is. Weeks. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know how often he's been on a board on a different show. You know, Connor Greens of the world had other experience yeah. and then got the full Pete experience before being on the board. I would think that no one has survived these hurdles to have a debut like this. Unless Ryan's run the board for, like, Big Baby and Fitzsimmons in Grand, <laughs> Grand Rapids <laughs> for a few years. <laughs> Well, no, I, I no? turn and Todd in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's turn and Todd in Skokie, <laughs> Illinois. I believe the Ryan's run the board at Pete's college radio station that Pete's running. Oh. Yes. Oh. It's a wow. hired gun. Oh. Pete's his boss at college. Pete's going to champion the Ryan in Texas. Not anymore. He's an overseer. This is a Pete <laughs> pipeline hire. Yeah, a Pete protege. Bing bong, five minutes past the big hour, five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last night, sir? <laughs> guys, our poll question of the day. Ladies do more of what than guys. Ding. <laughs> <Ding. laughs> <laughs> it's the pulse of Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> <Mornings>. <laughs> Would you kiss your second cousin? Oh, man. <laughs> Scorch in the morning attitude. The only station that really rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we make up some good radio shows. Really. Good radio show. <laughs> we could program the country. <laughs> it's the beat of Frankfurt. <laughs> 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 Coming up 9 o'clock, our phone scam. We're going to call this guy at work <laughs> and tell him that his wife's been shitting on him, everybody. Conservatives listen to a lot of radio. <laughs> hey, who is this? You've just been pranked by Todd and Turn in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> It's Spokane's craziest morning show. <laughs> Zim Zam in the morning. <laughs> oh, good gravy. It's oh, lug nut and <laughs> turtleneck. Lug nut turtleneck. Lug nut turtleneck. That'll be the Boyle and Jack Stern show in Spokane. Oh, come on, lug nut. Not again. <laughs> Lugnut's gonna burst! <laughs> Lugnut is steaming! Turtleneck never has a turtleneck, though. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Going up top of the hour, Stumpo's gonna do the Spicy Wigs Challenge. Bring your gloves, everybody! <laughs> I think me and Peter are out of a job based oh, on Caserta and Ryan today. Oh, God. This has been a funny show. It's time for Turtleneck to do Turtle Time. <laughs> We're going to put a live turtle and see what happens. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is a lot of these bits sound like pretty close to our bits. So I don't know if we're no. poking fun at them. We're going to play the best audio of the day and sound check. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Like Mraz 10 years ago, would you ever wash down Chinese food with a Pop-Tart? 84% of you say, no! The original Pop-Tart came from a dog food invention. Seems appropriate. It turns out the sugar-frosted Pop-Tarts have less calories than unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Wow, is that so? Chinese food contains an addictive ingredient known as MSG often, which can cause giddiness, sweating, abdominal pain, and sometimes, I think, nausea and numbness. According to Very Well Health, the number one thing to do when you have indigestion is to not overeat. (laughs) Data tells us that Mraz only likes chocolate, strawberry, and cherry Pop-Tarts. Those are the most healthy. It's time now for your epic fail. Remember when Pete Rose told us all about giving Joe DiMaggio a shower? Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Rodgers is the only named player in yesterday's report from Adam Schefter and Pete Rose. Rodgers first popped up on the NFL's radar earlier this month when reports surfaced. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. (laughs) I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. DiMaggio was a man or was a penis with a man hanging off of him or something like that. (laughs) I don't know how in the hell he hit 56 straight games carrying that thing around. Pete's not here, so you could definitely see. Make the picks. Make the damn picks. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. And there was an outdoor shower, and he gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. He had to drop the buckets of water over yep. DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As DiMaggio's Louisville slugger hanged out. <laughs> Penis. Like, yeah, he's the hit king, but really that's his claim to fame. Right. He, yeah. he has that story in his back pocket. 56 games with his tree trunk. I'm trashing my own junk. I gave Joe DiMaggio <laughs> a shower. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that he's Casey Kasem. I was just going to say, once again, we have faded into a different impersonation. Casey Kasem now. I told you. <laughs> Dick Vermeil is Casey Kasem as Pete Rose. Old guys get the same voice. Yeah. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> that, that's a long distance dedication. <laughs> Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> this goes out to Joe in New York. And he writes, I had my good friend Pete. Give me a shower. Can we clarify? I am not a shy guy. Yeah. I like a nice firm ball. He was looking. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking down beneath the towel for longer than I liked. <laughs> it just sounds like a South Park voice. <laughs> it really is. But, but what he observed was 
what God gave me. <laughs> An oversized hammer. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Oh, man. Senor Pantleg says, Booskies to scorch and turn in Spokane. What a great bit to start the morning. <laughs> scorch and turn. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That'll do it. Cast of thousands this morning. Thanks to Sean Mraz, your executive producer. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti, who stepped in for about five minutes. <laughs> Thanks to Pat Boyle, who was also kind of executive producer today. Thanks to Ryan Botcher on the Wheels of Steel. Thanks to Andrew Bogish, kind of on headlines, but really my co-host. And thanks to Greg Caserta on headlines. And thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. We'll see you tomorrow. The Mothership disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.